Do you know, this is, this is this is going to be really funny, This where I work, uh, the call centre will call me, and there's an Australian there, and she calls me, and we spent something like 35 minutes talking about old Australian sorts, like flying doctors, young doctors, country practice, sons and daughters of Sullivan's. They always used to be on, like, uh, so when I, uh, so they would have been on when I was at school, which yes, meant I, I, I was only aware of them during school holidays. So that meant I was I'd never see sons and daughters except for June and July. And by that time, pretty much everyone else has died off, <laughs> and, then, and they've got a whole new cast every year. Yeah, I know right. Jim Robinson was in it. I remember that much. See, I've, I have been I've, I've been researching. It's all so. there. Yeah, it took me a while to, to do all this, but yeah, all mine's like kind of set up for that as well. It was only because the only reason now to do it was because the pre the first attempt at podcast I did was during lockdown, so obviously it was all going to be done on Zoom. But uh, that's it. Well, anyway, so the whole point of this thing, uh, what what my plan is, by the way, is that that theme tune that I put in the other day, I'm going to play a bit of that as the theme tune because playing the original one, apparently, I'd have to pay money for it. You would, unless you sung so, it yourself. So, well, this is kind of, that, that's someone doing karaoke. So it's it's fine, I think. And the, the idea is that that will fade out and the conversation will fade in already kind of mid-conversation. And that's, that's kind of how I'm thinking of doing it because it so kind nice. of fade, fades out quite nicely, that song. So it's, uh, that's, that's the plan behind it. And then I'll find a good point to fade in and then start waffling all about the best program in TV history. In the world. Well, I think it is. Anyway. Just because it's not very good, it doesn't mean it's not the best. 
I'm just trying to think of her name, you know, with that shirt on, and it's really annoying me. Chrissy Latham. Yeah, but what's her real name? Oh, I don't know. I don't know any of their real names. Their characters are far bigger than their. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Their actual names. Right. So, because you're you were in Granada land, you yes. caught it the same way I did, which is about two years after Central started showing up. So it's probably late eighties. It would have been. Yeah, it was, same it, was it not always on like at twenty five to twelve? It was something like that. And what uh, what we used to get was because um, for some reason I used to get Central TV as well. So I used to pick up Granada as ITV. But if if you turned your channel setting around a little bit, we used to pick up uh, Central as well. And they started showing it first. Oh wow! So on a was it a Monday night or something like that uh, around midnight? Granada would show an episode. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards, Central would show an episode, but from like two years later. So um, that's my recollection of first watching it. That's why none of, the, none of it made sense to me. Because <laughs> each episode was, was going jumping forward two years and jumping back two years. Like it was you know, fucking lost or something. I hated that would give up without watching that. That's a different podcast for a different time. It really is. I was I was actually looking at um because I haven't actually come up with a name for this yet. So what I will have by the time it's done. In fact, so I'm gonna seamlessly add in later, welcome to the Prisoner Cell Block Age podcast. Yes. And uh, I mean it might even have been that. And uh, what I'm gonna do is when I get the name of it. I'm going to insert that audio direct from the show into the thing. Wow. wow. I know, it's the future, isn't it? There's um, there's a couple of possibilities. One, I was thinking of Vinegar Tits as the, as the name of the podcast. Yes. All the, all the other Prison Cell Block H podcasts, the Prisoner Podcast, Cell Block H, They're none, none, of them have, none of them have got very uh, fan-servicey names. I can't believe there's others. What? Of course, there's others. You, you get you get podcasts about anything these days, you know, like county cricket and stuff like that. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, very, very true, actually. Yeah, very true. <laughs> there's um, yeah, there's there's not a hole that hasn't been mined when it comes to podcasts. I don't think. No, I think uh, everything's out there. But none of those names are quite uh, are too fan servicey, are they? So, and I thought vinegar tips would be quite a good one because. If you saw Vinegar Tits and you watched Prison Cell Block H, you'd immediately know it was a Prison Cell Block H. It was. But I'm not sure that pe- that you can list something called tits. So <laughs> Vinegar Tats. Yeah, I might have to asterisk it out and it'll look like Vinegar Tots and that's just gibberish, isn't it? Yeah. So so my other thought was no oh, no, lagging. No, 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 I think you're right. If you've got Vinegar T, asterisk or star or something. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so I was thinking of no lagging, mainly because they, they used to get shouts five times every episode. So, so. <laughs> or, or screws, don't forget it, screws or something. Oh yeah, that's what they were all called. Yeah, all the all the prison guards were called yeah. screws. Screws. So I'm thinking of something that isn't rude. Have you you just found a new button? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. uh, You weren't here before. I mean, this is this is going to be audio only. That's completely pointless. As he's talking about my backdrop, it's completely pointless. Oh no! There we go. Yeah, because didn't we do one called Bad Girls or something? It was terrible. Um, yeah, but that had like proper actresses in, didn't it? Yeah, Michelle, Michelle. Oh, I've forgotten everything. Michelle, yeah. someone, um, what's her name, who used to be in uh, Dynasty? Um, Kate O'Mara. Probably someone from The Bill. But these, these, are, these are like top quality. These are the Shakespeare actors. Oh, oh my God. Day. Kate, Kate O'Mara, Howard's End, Howard's Way, sorry. And her on right side was in Howard's Way. That's, that's her recognizer. Well, Chrissy Latham. Yeah, I'm sure she was in Howard's way. She might have been. She was a uh, she's uh, British, so yeah. Tell you what, if you're going to choose one, I'd, I'd go top right. 
Well, Colleen. What? Point. No, Colleen. Colleen yeah. Powell. Yeah, but point. Which one? Because you might be on opposite side. No, no. Uh, well, it's not Meg, is it? Not Meg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not no, Meg. No, no, no one's going to choose Meg. That's no. <laughs> Next to Ferguson. Yeah, that's Colleen. Yeah, Colleen, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Powell. Mrs. Powell. So I always just try to pronounce all their names like Lizzie would have said this. Mrs. Powell. <laughs> Lizzie. I'm sure she were dead three years before this show even started. Well, that, when that photo was taken, she's, I mean, rigor mortis has kicked in a long time ago <laughs> there, hasn't it? So. <laughs> in fact, I think, what's her name on the left-hand side, the prison guard? Meg. Meg, I think she's holding her up. It's quite possible. And once, once you see the Ian Brown resemblance, you can't unsee it. No, can you really you? can't. It's, uh, you really can't. It's scary, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, the whole point of this thing is not only just to waffle about Prisoner Cell Block H, it's also to watch a random episode of it. And so I used, I used one of those random number generators. And I went, put in the minimum number of one, maximum number of 692. Is that how many episodes there were? <laughs> yes. So just, imagine, just imagine what it's like if someone's undertaken a rewatch of it. Before they realised how many episodes there were. And yet they're still, they're still less than halfway over three years into it. So, um, so have you seen number one and the last one? And the difference how people look. Yeah, there's not there's not many uh, people who are still in it from the from the end. So when did Boomer come into it? And Doreen. Doreen was in it from the start. Okay. But anyway, the random number it generated yes. was one one nine. Hundred nineteen, isn't it? it? It's both. So this is this will be from series two. What? Now, now I'm not, Series I'm, two. Series one was eighty episodes. I think they. I think they showed that it was on twice a week in um, in Australia. So yeah, so it ran for forty weeks that year. Two episodes a week. Season one, eighty episodes. Makes sense to me. Mathematically, it's. It was talking about being in prison. <laughs> what you'd also get is because it's unfair just to go straight into episode um, 119 with no context. I thought um, a recap of what happened in episode 118 yes. might be uh, worthwhile. So uh, let's just do that now. I do like watching these because you can see all the old actors that went into Neighbours and Home and Away. Yeah. Although most of them appeared in Neighbours after I'd stopped watching Neighbours, which which was after um, Natalie and Brudia left. Natalie and Brudia. I don't know why. Just just coincidence. Right. So I'm going to share my computer audio for a second, and you should hopefully hear a recap of episode one one eight. Prostitute Helen Smart is admitted to Wentworth and turns out to be an old friend of Kerry's. She recognises Jock and says he's got a bad reputation. Kerry is released but she struggles to cope without David around. Judy is refused permission to go to Sharon's funeral. Jock is still bullying Doreen. Kevin discovers the men intent on buying Alice's house intend to knock it down. Doreen finally agrees to the sale. Kevin turns up at the prison but isn't allowed to see Doreen as she's still in solitary. So he sees B. Helen, on trade duty, offers to be a go-between and pass messages to her. Helen is released and passes on Doreen's message to Kevin that she had to sell or he would have killed me. Doreen tells Judy that B didn't kill Sharon but refuses to say who did. However, Jude pieces it together and confronts Jock. Vera is also beginning to have her suspicions. Lizzie meets Marcia and her daughter, Josie, but are they everything they appear to be? Found out next time. <laughs> How are they everything they appear to be? <laughs> well, that's just made everything crystal clear now. <laughs> what I particularly like uh, is the phrase, 
Helen is on tray duty. That that was deemed worthy of being included in the synopsis <laughs> of that episode. Well, uh, we'll see how it goes. So, I think I got this all sorted earlier. And do we stop? Do we come in and say? He used to give me roses. Oh, there'll be there'll be a recap at the at the start, but I that's all I was going to give to start with to go on. But I thought, but I watched uh, one of them. I went, that doesn't make anything clear. Oh, my screen is flashing. Don't worry about that. You are accusing him of killing Sharon Gilmore. But it's not up to me to accuse another officer. <laughs> I'm Just in case you weren't watching the previous into. scene. Another allegation <laughs> from a prisoner. That's yes, but he didn't want the allegation heard. Not She's by like, you. Uh, Davril, she doesn't like to move from that chair. Just goes away. around on it. I carry her around from scene to scene. Just plonk her in the corner. things about Mr. Stewart you don't know. Oh, don't he tell her. She's a grass. He's involved in the sale of Anderson's house. I saw him accepting money from Westmore. Who's been no like him. You are sure of your facts, Vera? He admitted it. Said it was a business deal all above board. All above board, indeed. We can guess how he persuaded Doreen. I know this doesn't make him guilty of murder, but it does show he's crooked. And possibly violent. He terrified Doreen. I want to see her immediately after lunch, Vera. We have to get this sorted out. If she's still alive, it can wait until after lunch. <laughs> yeah, have lunch. Taking up a trade. You know, painting or writing or singing or something. Mm. You're not listening, are you? If you're reading that from like, the ceiling. Quite possibly. We'll finish your drink. Look, thanks for the gin, thanks <clears throat> for the flowers, and thanks for getting the hell out of here. Come well, on. I haven't said that. No, I'm... but you're just about to. That wig's fantastic. Oh, okay, okay. You don't have to hint. Good. Listen, I, I'll just do it some other time, okay? I'll come back this other. Yeah. No, maybe you better ring me. That's Helen who was on Look, trade duty in the previous episode. There's my number. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> very nice. And if you feel like a booze up, you get in touch with your old mate, Helen. Okay, okay. come on. That's a cute. Get oh, out. You're a funny girl, Carrie. Oh, yeah. You're a funny kind of pro. Get into the cupboard. And you're a funny kind of pandemic. <laughs> and it beats me. Well, get think. get out. <sighs> what she forgot? <laughs> that, that, that was a shit film I was watching quite recently because I like watching shit films. And there was a woman who clearly been told by the director to get out of the car and walk up the street. And then the conversation continued in the car afterwards. And you can see her about ten no steps up, just stop and look around because she hadn't been told what Mr. to do Wismore next. <laughs> and that made it into the final film. Bad, isn't it? Did he ask you to sell the house after the interview, I didn't Corey? say he did. Just calm down. Oh. I would appreciate your help. But I was going to sell it anyway. I wanted to sell because while I've had that house, I've had nothing but trouble. Nobody's safe. They're not me, not Kevin, not anyone. If She's had the house about two episodes, you have only to tell me, Doreen. <laughs> I will see that you have no further trouble. Not a chance. Don't, don't trust her. Very well. It is your house. There is one other thing. It has been suggested that Sharon Gilmore's death was not an accident. Well, the cops said it was an accident. Well, the police had not heard Judy Bryant on the matter. <laughs> Heard I've, just re- I've just remembered where she got the house Why from. Why did she not tell the police when uh, they were here? Her estranged mum left it to well, her in a will. Done it till then. Uh, and her mum was played by Helen Daniels. Speak oh, up, no Burns. way. If you have wow. anything yeah. to say, tell us. I mean, to be fair, if, was, there's only 30 actors no in Australia, and that's why they were appearing everywhere. Alf Stewart's in this as three different characters. Don't lie down. Old Ray. But it was you who threatened the girl. Did she say so? Obviously not. She was too frightened. <clears throat> they're all, the, they're all exactly the same as well. He doesn't even try and Ms. change Bennett his voice. Come up with something more substantial. Admittedly, in one he, he put some glasses on, and that's the difference. <laughs> so I know a few people in real estate. What's the so casting for this? Who's got this guy on? Yeah, money that I'd already lent him, that's right. Mr. Stewart, we must not only be honest, we must be seen to be honest. Your conduct has been open to too many interpretations. If you say so. And your explanation's far too <laughs> glib for my liking. 
It is not for me to decide the extent of your involvement in what is possibly extortion. This voice is amazing. That is for the police. <laughs> But oh. I can have you transferred back to Pentridge. I shall put in my report to the department, and they can decide what to do. Certainly, I suppose. You should choose a job more suited to your talents. Real estate, perhaps. Oh, we've heard that before. You know oh, sing. Paul Reed. It's Paul Reed, everyone. Paul Reed. Sergeant Teagan. Eric Davis. Didn't, she didn't even acknowledge. I may have some more information for you about Sharon Gilmore's death. <laughs> it's not even plugged in. Look at average screw my people. Just sat down, we were next time. Don't even going to look at him. What was the point of that scene? He's watching it. Nothing. Hold that for him. Real Jock Stewart. He's too smart for you to make him blow his. I'm not quite sure why Paul reads it. Give the old college try. Good luck. About us, but neither does he. You won't last a month out. Yeah, another accident, eh? Well, he's just the boy to do it. He'll probably spread the word that you killed yourself over Sharon. Mm. Well, what do you think? I have Mr. Westmore wanted to see Doreen about her house. The house again. He's got a contract of sale already for her signature. Well, we can't let her sign if she's under duress, <clears throat> can we? Well, there's no further threat to Doreen. She doesn't have to sell the house. No, but her husband has been threatened. Yes, it's Kevin. She seems to be worried about. Yeah, would you mind if I had a talk to her before she sees this, Mr. Westmore? Well, certainly not. If you think it will help, uh, let Mr. Westmore cool his heels in the interview room, uh. Mrs. Jackson. Uh, shouldn't we have told her about Jock Stewart? I'd rather the staff didn't know whilst they still have to work with him. Ah, yes, of course. Yes, it wouldn't be very good for morale at that, would it? I mean, I could suspend him. <laughs> Just gets it. Listen, you all heard Judy Hebb in Jock this morning. Yeah, and he just stood there and took the guy who's committed fraud and killed someone. Why don't we dob him in? People might not like working with him. Think he wants to take our word against the screws? No way. I like how all the women in the background just stand there, just like. She's blowing his cover and she keeps monstering him. She's not going to make old bones. They haven't got any words, so they just have to stare and take him. So if you see him hanging around, one of us has got to hang around. That's an extra extra buck. A bloody good yell. Mm. Oh, hello, Mr. Reed. How are you? Uh, I want Doreen. You can't Doreen. have her. She's a married woman now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Doreen. Come on, Doreen, with me. There's a Mr. Westmore here to see you. He's got some documents for you to sign. Yeah, I told him I'd sell the house. Well, you don't have to sell it if you don't want to. Well, I haven't got much choice, Mr. Reed. Well, yes, you have. The police have been told about your problems with certain <clears> people, <throat> and you've got nothing more to worry about there. Paul yeah, Reed is constantly him, playing pocket billiards. I, I noticed this. Checking that as well, I promise. All the around the women. Hands straight in the pocket every single time. Well, do I have to tell Mr. Westmore? <laughs> I'll tell him for you if you like. <laughs> oh, gee, that'd be beaut. Thanks, Mr. Reed. Paul Reed, problem solved. Back in. Oh. Why don't you sit down, Mr. Westmore? How long am I to be kept waiting? Mr. Reed is talking to Doreen now. Reed. The social Paul worker here. Uh, what concern is it of his? This is merely a business transaction between myself and Mrs. Burns. Ah, Mr. Westmore. Where's no. Mrs. Burns? Uh, she's asked me to pass on a message to it's you. It's good the, they got uh, Sebastian Cohen just for this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to speak to her personally. And she doesn't want to see you. And nevertheless, I must insist. I'm sorry, you can't see a prisoner bad, without bad a guy. Person. English. I have made a very substantial offer on our house. The party concerned has been remarkably generous. He's being remarkably persistent too, isn't he? Is that any concern of yours? Uh, no, 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 it is. Arms folded. But Doreen is my <laughs> Around the men, arms <laughs> folded. <laughs> Around the women, pocket Your husband's <laughs> life has been threatened. <laughs> Mr. Westmore, as a solicitor, you'd be familiar with the word extortion, wouldn't you? Are Oof. you making an accusation? No, 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 just asking a question. Just as well. There is a law against slander, you know. Yes, yes. you might inform your uh, party that uh, his ideas of correct business procedure are being viewed with some concern by the police, and uh, a full investigation has been mounted. Oh, well, I am not privy to his business practices; merely an intermediary. His legal adviser. Then you might legally advise him to stay away from Doreen and her husband. 
Very well. I assure you, I had no idea he was involved in anything shady. Oh, if you say so. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. He'll be back in about five weeks as one of the prisoners' dads in the same actor. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Paul Reed's eyebrows are fantastic. Oh, wait. Eyebrow razor. <laughs> you think they raised? Pocket billiards. In the, in the end, well, he wasn't even written out. Killer. He just stopped being in it. Those stairs were your jock. Nowhere near those oh. stairs when Sharon was killed. Murderer! Oof. Murdering she American? I yeah. hope you're frying her, you bloody butcher! Have you got mad? He killed her. <clears throat> He's the one. Now, I know you're upset, but you must be reasonable. Sharon's death was accidental. She fell. She was pushed. You don't know that. He did it to keep her quiet. I know. You need any help, Mrs. Jason? Oh, you'll get yours, you murdering bastard. That's quite enough. Oof. Now, you listen to me. You've got to stop these crazy accusations. Meg is incredible. She says every single line exactly the same, regardless of, regardless of what's happening. And she doesn't like to move either when she's, when she's delivering a line. There's loads of scenes, but particularly in like uh, when someone gets a visitor, where she's essentially just standing at the back of the room doing nothing. <laughs> like Sid Little. <laughs> Sid Little with some kind of weird hair helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Good music. Yeah, that's it. So, so that, that was it. The dramatic God. scene earlier. No, no music. Did he report? Just put it in all the time. I just caught Brian. But someone moved Vera's radio. Dramatic music. No, he's too good-natured for his own good. Is that what he is? It's too good-natured. Well, problems if he doesn't get tougher. The women can tell a softy. Softy. He's about as soft as a death adder. Oh, come on, Vera, he's all right. What have you got against him? Guess who's been hassling Anderson over the house? No, Jock. give over. Can't believe it. And he tried to bribe me to keep me quiet. Do the women know? Of course they do. Why do you think he's having all this trouble? It's not only Bryant. They're all calling him a crook to his face. Brian <laughs> called him a killer. <laughs> a crook killer, extortionist. Whatever he is, he's no use. Oh no, they're calling him names. Soon there'll be no discipline at all. Got that fringe. Why didn't you report the woman? Brian. To be fair, it's been chiselled down somewhat from the uh, earlier. earlier Sharon Gilmore. That you'd admitted as what I actually don't know where that chop's hairstyle comes from. Paul Shane, baby, baby, just needs a touch. Standing over the body. I think Miss Bennett has already verified. Since then. Miss Bennett has become a little concerned about your business contacts, Mr. Stewart. Now, sure. is a very nice woman, but you know what spinsters are. So you deny that you received money from a man named Westmore. We know that he came here to try and persuade Burns to sell her house. Perhaps he convinced you to persuade her for a cut. Burns asked my advice on selling the house, and I gave it to her. If she's screaming extortion, it just shows how unstable she really is. But you did receive a rake off. Miss Bennett saw money changing hands. Miss Bennett saw Westmore paying me money. Money that I had already lent him. Why don't you ask him? We have. Mm. You seem to have quite a talent for getting into trouble, Mr. Stewart. You walked away from a Royal Commission inquiry into your hijinks at Pentridge, I believe. Hijinks. Mostly accused, Sergeant. Quite common in the prison service. No one says hijinks in real life. very relaxed for a man who knows what happens to a warder if he goes behind bars. You threaten mm. me, Sergeant. If you are, I think you should have a little stronger evidence. Something a little more valid than gossip from a couple of hysterical women. Mm. He's got me there, he's I saying. I have spoken to the department about you, <coughs> Mr. Stewart. I have been instructed uh, uh, to relieve your duties immediately pending an internal inquiry. These crooks with their expecting us to have evidence. <laughs> It's got me over a barrel. Your guilt is not it's the old proving crimes. But your effect on yeah, Wentworth no, is. You seem unable to maintain discipline. My officers already have two women on report because of you. That's hardly my fault, though, is it? The service is only as strong as its weakest link, Mr. Stewart. Wise words. That is all. <laughs> I'm not, not like you're suspended. Yeah. <laughs> They're calling him names. But he, he did not kill someone. Easy breaking him down. <laughs> oh, it's not easy breaking him down. <laughs> I can't wait. It wasn't easy breaking him down with no evidence whatsoever. Another visit? 
<laughs> I'm sure they got that line from the Sweeney. He's Don't you reckon they owe me a few now that I've got a family? Oh, Lizzie, you're mad. Yeah, it's him. It's him. Brian, I want a word with you. Do you now? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow he got even deeper there, didn't he? <laughs> it's just, I love how he's just free to roam and go back. I want a word with you. Yeah, I want a word with you. Sinister music again. Are they calling the uh, Australian Barry White? Did you, Mr. Stewart? <laughs> Watch the Ed's pop-rate corner, you know. Fucking hell! Well, the l- lighting department's day off. Look, look, look at this! <laughs> I don't think they go as far as that. They might ask me to resign, of course, but that's okay with me. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sick. Are the lights red? Well, I've got a thought. Big fat cars like you around. You know something? The police are onto your job. No, 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 no. In fact, they've asked me to help them with their investigations. And I'm a pretty helpful chap, as you well know. You see, that, uh, that accident of Gilmore's seems to have them a little bit flummoxed. Accident, my ass. You killed her. <laughs> you know something, Bryant? The staff are pretty well convinced that you need psychiatric help. Why don't you just show them all how right they are, eh? You're going to get sure you know that? No, no. Uh, no, you see, because it's only your word against mine. Music. And you're as nutty as a fruitcake. Now, I'm going to walk right out of here, free as a bird. Forget the whole look, thing. Look, you can either you, have lighting or you can have music. For a long, long time. Long enough to go start ravers. Oof. That might have been a slap, but we couldn't see oh, it. Oh. Shouldn't have done that, Brian. Oh, sure. That's very, very naughty. You know, for that, I'm going to have to tell you the whole truth. You see, I did kill him. Yeah. I did. You want to know why? She overheard me heavying Anderson. And then the silly little slut thought she was going to blackmail me. <laughs> so I stopped her from the landing. And I just put my hands around her throat. And I said to her, listen, how about giving us a wee kiss before I chuck you down the stairs? You should have heard her. <laughs> she promised me everything. <laughs> and then I said to her, sorry, kid, I'm just not in the mood. And I gave her one hard shove. You know something else? She made a sound when she hit the bottom. <laughs> so t- <laughs> one of those uh, full hot water bottles. <laughs> See you around, kid. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Play it again, son. <laughs> Back to the old women's room. He killed her. He told me he did. <clears throat> He was laughing when he said it. I know we were there. <laughs> it's just oh. happened. There's no chance of that. He's leaving Wentworth. <laughs> just fill in the background, girls. And the cops aren't doing anything. Well, what can they do? As he said, it's his word against mine. And who the hell am I? Oh, poor Sharon. A poor little kid. Well, at least they're chucking him out, Jude. You know, when he was in here, I could have got at him somehow. I would have got him on the stairs. I would have got him in the garden with a pick. I would have got him somehow. But now there's, there's nothing I can do. I'm stuck in here. The dramatic music from that scene was still going into this scene. <laughs> What's her name? Bryant. Judy, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you do feel good. Yeah, I, can't, I can't remember who this guy is. Oh, good, good. I'm adjusting. I went to the supermarket this morning. Do you know how many different kinds of shampoo there are? 25. No. Oh, don't. <laughs> okay. Hey, how's the work? Like fucking rain, man. Well done, I get to see it. <laughs> You've changed your style. Yeah, I'm experimenting a bit. Yeah, well, don't. Just give the people what they want. What you were doing was fine. Just just keep it like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to improve it. That's all. Yeah, well, you don't want to improve yourself out of the market, do you? Hmm? 
Yes, you're right. Yep, I am. Now, listen, you stick with me, you'll be wearing mink. Just believe mm, I'll be wearing Wentworth blue again if they catch you here. Look, why can't you come and visit me openly instead of having to sneak in at night? Oh, yeah, she's a, listen, love, she's a painter, but she used to be a prostitute, I think. And it's written a bit of a Judy Branch. She was actually. She was called something like Betsy Bobbitt. Yeah, that's right. She was a lesbian lover with Sharon Gilmore. Yes. So long since someone's held me, you know. Love me. You're not going to let me down, are you? I've. Never disappointed a woman yet. You, you don't get enough people these days in a uh, suit and turtleneck jumpers <laughs> combo, do you? That's where, that's where TV just went wrong. Just like doing that. That. This, this guy is the last guy to wear that. I'm just nothing by myself. So I'm reading, reading about Judy Brain or don't Betty Bobbitt. You're in the country practice, flying doctors. Yeah. The Blue Healers. Did you ever see that? And Neighbours. See neighbours as well. God. It's, it's almost oh, like hello. they're all in the, all of them. That's how it works. You lost She's in Crocodile Dundee. Job, I think. Two and three is American Lady. Relieved of his duties. I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen Crocodile Dundee two or three. Yes, the women needed Full internal inquiry. The whole box and dice. That's Fletch. Well, still, she would have needed pretty good grounds for that. Fletch listen to Burns. I'll tell you something, Jimmy. Never try and do anything to help these silly bitches in here. All I did was tell Anderson that hundred thousand dollars was a damn good price for a house. Now she claims that I was having her. Those bags, proper. Oh, still, you've been through one of these before, haven't you? A royal commission, yeah. And after that, you're marked for life, whether you're guilty or not. <clears> even it'd, be, blows it'd be great if you were putting like a gun and stuff. Ah, come on, Lots Jimmy. You must have got yourself. It must be him. Who else could it possibly be? Well, I'd never condemn any man without proof. Well, you're the only one, then. No, Vera was right. This is no job for a man. These sluts are out to Nike the minute they step in the door. And that staff and Chris. It's so charming, isn't Still, it? Still, why tell you? You've been through it yourself. Yes, I must admit I've had a few problems. I know. So long, Jimmy. Good luck, Jock. Thanks. What are you going to do now? <laughs> it's been suggested that I take up real estate. <laughs> well, there's that joke again. Third time. <laughs> I wish. Is this guy Scottish? I'm not sure. The accent's all over the place. We'll, we'll, we'll call him Jock to be on the safe side. <laughs> Just thought there's no illusions. No, I can't. It's impossible. Oh, can't you change the conditions of the parole? I mean, you are my manager. How can you be expected to look after my affairs if you can't have any contact? It's amazing how that hair stayed on. It's like Action Man. Well, his. His hair's like Action Man, yeah. He's just like, just stuck on. You found a way to get me out of jail. I think it's more Lego. Yeah, well, no, it's it's more Playmobil, you know, when you stick it on, pull it on. Lego, we have to, like, press it in, it goes. Click. I mean, just. I've not seen anyone have that hair. We love each other and that it's only red tape keeping us apart. Well, they'd do it if I was a Russian ballet dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably would. But you are not a Russian ballet dancer. The fact of the matter is that you're <laughs> well, very lucky to be It'd be weird there. if that was the cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> if you love me, you'd try. You are not a Russian ballet dancer. <laughs> so we can't use all, all the time. This guy's more wooden than Roger Moore. And that'd affect my sales. I was thinking, yeah, he thinks he's the same. Not that that matters. He does. Mm. Oh, an American. You've been released on parole, right? Mm. Well, that means there's a big question mark hanging over your head. Now, what you have to do is prove to them that you're absolutely reliable. Oh. Now, the best way you can do that is to finish your work on time. That will impress the parole board more than anything else, man. Price. Yeah, that's it. Paint your way out of it. Just try. For us. Do you reckon in that other dark scene this was happening down the corridor? <laughs> At the same time, that's why we were whispering. They just turned the camera around and they were filming that. 
BBC Television Centre. Um, I'm here to see Mrs. Birdsworth. Weren't you here yesterday? Uh, yes. Oh. Yes, ma'am. I'm afraid Mrs. Birdsworth's had her weekly quota of visits. Yeah, well, I'm her daughter and I come down from the country, Marcia Huntley. Well, we are Mrs. Birdsworth's on view only once a week. Do you reckon all her lines right? No, she said it'd be all right. As welcome as the flowers was her actual words. No, well, Lizzie's been here long enough to know the regulations by now. You can see her next week, but not today, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, but no. I've I got to go back tonight. I don't know when I'll be down next. She was expecting me. Um, well, I'd hate to disappoint her. She's so old. No, it's all straight, this prison. You're not going to well, see her. She's old, right, but hardly frail. Mm. All right, I'll take you through. Get it right next time, <laughs> yes, okay? Yes. Sign in, please. That's it. You searched her and everything, didn't you? Why didn't you bring that, Josie with you? There was, there was a character who she was all come, right, comes guys. into the prison. He's supposedly oh, no. being really, like, Not the jail, authoritarian. I mean, well, and you're supposed to hate him, but pretty much everything he says is right about the... What do you mean? About the lack of security and stuff like that. I know, I know, but I just can't afford it. You're watching him go, he's actually right about everything. Haven't you got any mates you could stay with? No. We're country people, Mum. Listen, Marcy, you've got to come to the city. We've got a lot of time to make up. You, me and Josie. You obviously, should see obviously her, Meg wasn't Vicky. there. She's a real little sweetheart. She's a real little sweetheart. And then we can see each other every day. Once a week, Lizzie. You <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's why it wasn't Meg. He's got a line. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it, Mr. Fletcher? Mm, it, Mr. Fletcher. Mom, I, really, I really would love to stay down here, but I can't. I mean, I've only got my widow's pension and, and the child allowance. What are you going to do then? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Mr. Reed could fix us up with another travel voucher, mm -hmm. something like Paul that. Paul Reed, oh, fix him up. That'd take forever. Listen, I've got some money oh, coming to me. Mm. 20 years and all for nothing. They've got to make it up to me. I'll see you right. No, I couldn't take your mm. money, Mum. You'd be doing me a favour. <clears throat> it's only money. L Lizzie What's was wrongfully in prison for 20 years and they gave her about 40 up. quid. <laughs> no, it's good of you, but I can't. I can't. Come on. Time, ladies. Come please. on. There you go. Goodbye, love. Goodbye, Mum. Come on, Lizzie. And we'll be seeing each other again sooner than you think. <laughs> Dead soon. <laughs> I'm on my way out. <laughs> Come on, girls. Here they are. And Jackson, action. Have you seen Judy around? Uh, she's gone to see the governor. Why? Well, I think someone should keep an eye on Jude. Did you see her last night? She was ticking like an unexploded bomb. I'm sure Mrs. Davidson can cope. You get back to work there. You've been warned. Oh, what's up now, Lizzie? Oh, nothing, Mrs. Jackson. Meg's like a metronome. Hey, <laughs> Every single sentence exactly the same. For <laughs> do you know she reminds me of there? Jay out in between us. What in looks? No, just yeah, looks there. Looks like Jay in between us. I don't think he had the same hair hair helmet, but it's similar from a distance. It did. It did in one or two episodes. I can't even afford to see my own family. How much are you short? A couple of hundred dollars. Marcy, you'd have no worries. Why don't you ask Doreen for a loan? She got money lying around the bank doing nothing. Where is she? Where is she? Just behind you. Where is she? There's only three rooms on this set. Well, I so. don't know, Lizzie. Oh, come on, love. I'll you folded that sheet up ten minutes ago. Lizzie, but see, I've got to give some to Kevin, because Jock Stewart's mate's made an awful mess of his truck, and I know he'll get the insurance, but that won't be tomorrow. Oh, come on, Dor. Tomorrow might be too late. I've got to see Josie again. I, I could be dead by the time they come back. Oh, all right, Lizzie. I don't suppose Kevin needs it all, but every how are we going to get to it? Mrs. Jackson won't know. She's still at the back. <laughs> Can we go to the bank straight away and get I, it? I better stay yeah, here just in case I get a line. See, it's Doreen's money after all. And you get back to work. You come with me, Doreen. We'll see what Mr. Reed has to say. Doreen. Get back to work. She's not done anything. They, they very rarely do. I don't even know how Doesn't his own job confession role is. mean anything to you? Jock Stewart told me he killed her. Legally, that confession means nothing at all. No one else can corroborate it. But I know he killed her. For what reason? Look, 
Everybody in the whole damn prison knows that Stuart was heavy and Doreen about selling her house. Now, my guess is that Sharon That's overheard... all it is, Bryant. A guess. You need that oh, police sergeant in. You people are unbelievable. Yeah. Does a person lose all of their rights just because they're in prison? Yep. Can an innocent woman yeah, be slaughtered just like a nano because she's behind bars? That she fell. No one can prove that she was pushed. The coroner has to bring in a verdict of accidental death. The same would apply if it happened in her own home. Oh. You lot really look after your own, don't you? Why should I worry about Jock Stewart? He's just another maggot in this whole rotten system. I shall talk to you again when you are coming. Kelly's still broke. Take her away, Mrs. Knox. It's working yeah, now. that's right. Ah, okay. You just Magic. sweep it under the carpet. You don't let anyone know what's you really know happening at Wentworth. Go on. Oh, no. No lines, but you get to drag one of the regulars out. <laughs> oh, is that the pockets. same briefcase as Jock Stewart? Hands in pockets. Oh. Oh. It's about Lizzie's oh. new family. Now, she wants to see them. He wants to, doesn't he? So, can I lend Lizzie some money? He doesn't want to be uh, typecast. That's your money, Doreen. But I, I can't advise you to lend it. Oh, but Lizzie said she'd pay it back as soon as she got a compo. Yeah, well, that could be months coming through. And you're going to have a lot of expenses before you can take over the house. So solicitor's fees, rates mounting. Johnny wants two hundred dollars. Don't you think you should get used to having money before you start giving it away? Oh, but I want to help Lizzie, and if she doesn't see Marcy and Josie before they go back to the bush, well, she might never see you them. You've got a line, sir. Um, wait just a minute. Is, is there anybody living in your house at the moment? No, no one. So it's hard to tell with Doreen because she gets easily flustered. Well, there's the answer then. If so that probably made it quite easy to be Doreen. Until we get something sorted out. Oh, there good you are, idea. Doreen. That's the perfect Brilliant. solution. Oh, yeah, they could stay there. Oh, I should have thought of that. <laughs> Gee, Mr. Reed, could you tell Marcy well, I should have thought you know, of that. But I'm, too too I'm on my way over to see Kerry Vincent. Oh. But I can call in on my way home if that's okay. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Reed. Your blood's worth bottling. Yeah, come on, everybody out. <laughs> that last one. Oh, no. Paul really Reed out. This is going to be the woman with the blonde hair. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you. all right. Your friendly <laughs> neighbourhood parole officer. May I come in? Surely. It's Paul Reed. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> out of one door into another. <laughs> Hands in pockets. Uh, yes, <laughs> of well, course. We have been busy, haven't we? We haven't been busy here. Yeah, um, <laughs> Pink into the left centre. Find that very disturbing. Actually. Good, that's what I want. Oh, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> how are things on the outside? Fantastic. I've got so much to do. Listen, sit down. Oh, laugh are different then. Uh, that looked very much like a man's wallet. Yeah, yeah. It's just a friend. Any reason why you shouldn't tell me who it is? No, it's just a friend. Look, I'm not back on the game oh, or I anything. I wasn't I... suggesting that you were. That's hard evidence. That's what the police are. It's lucky. I need to know who your friends are. <laughs> it's weird because he's walking around and he's still got his hands in his pocket. He just looks on. <laughs> then his eyebrows are just silhouetted. <laughs> oh, a fiver. That'll come David Austin. Yeah, he was only here for He shouldn't have been here at all. Oh. One of the conditions of your parole <laughs> is that you don't associate with David Austin. But do they have to know? Yes. Yes, I'm afraid they do. Well, how'd it go? Did they ever believe you? Paul Reed, honest man. She couldn't have cared less. <clears throat> so I had to have proof. A covering up, you know. And you told mm. her that? In spades. Oh, that's going to be terrific if you ever need her on side. Yeah, well, who says I ever will? Thought you Yanks had a saying. You can't fight City Hall. That's you as famous say. I think I'll catchphrase once. I'm sure you can fight. <laughs> I was talking about winning. What's Mr. Yeah, Jeff doing? I'm just fighting to do it all. With him. Davidson, Stewart, the whole damn prison system. <laughs> Big cross through it. I'm fighting City Hall. And whatever happened to that old time religion? I thought you were into turning the other cheek. Not now, not over this. Look, B, I know you didn't like Sharon much. But if we let Jock Stewart get away with this, who's to say some other smart screw isn't going to try the same? You know what? You might find that your life won't be worth that. No. You know you're not wrong. Mus music. No. You can't let him get away with that. What, was that just oh, there? here it is. There. <laughs> Haunted Towers. 
I think music's being awfully generous there, isn't it? <laughs> it's man testing Casio keyboard. <laughs> that might have been Ralph Harris on his stylophone. Oh, here it goes, mate. I, I actually think there may have been like an electrician <laughs> strike when they were making this. <laughs> Look at, look at shadows and everything. I wish we didn't have to go back home. If witches were horses, beggars would ride. Yeah, come on. What's that mean? If witches were horses, then beggars could ride. Oh, I thought you said witches. Oh, maybe. That probably made more sense, to be fair. Oh, right. I mean, I, I, I'd say oh. it, it still doesn't make much sense. Um, Oof. Paul, Paul Reed. Mind. Oh, I'm yes, glad I caught you. Yeah, well, you Here we go. Straight <laughs> team. <laughs> 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 Must you? Lizzie's found a place for you to live. Wow, that's fantastic. All right. It belongs to a friend of hers. It's only temporary accommodation, but it's available if you want. Is that a granddaughter, a grandson? Okay, well, listen. Can you hang on here until I get the key? Oh, of course. Fine. I'll be back in about an hour. She's called Josie, I think. So I'm going for her granddaughter. Not your grandma. It is only temporary. Never happy. Working out, aren't they? Lovely day. Sinister music again. <laughs> to be honest, they play, they play this music over someone's wedding. So it's <laughs> That's not even a cliffhanger, oh, is it? It's not, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> I, I never even knew who this woman was, either. Yeah, she's not in it. Um, you sometimes get someone's coat by these people. A hair by so-and-so. Original musical by William Moxie. You get like thanks to the travel lunch and stuff like that at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Hair by someone's someone with it. It's not the same, is it? The instrumental version is just not the same. It's rubbish, isn't it? Makeup. Makeup. So one person dressed by Gilbert Broadway, that's it. <laughs> and catering. Grace Brothers, did they not do while you've been served? I think they did, they've moved on to this by now. <laughs> Reg Grundy, he was 19, everywhere, weren't he? 1980, yeah, so it's season two. Seven years old then. No, seven, not ten. Go. There you go. An astonishing bit of uh, television. All right, so that was episode 119. What do you think happened in episode 120? I reckon Josie uh, and her mum got to move into Doreen's house. I reckon Jock will be back and the copper will have resigned because he never actually understood how he got a police job in the first place. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall ever seeing that copper again, to be perfectly honest. So, uh, it, it reminds me of uh, is it Anne Walker's son in Coronation Street, but with hair. Oh, I don't Coronation Street. I'm only interested in tip-top quality TV shows. Well, I'm still waiting for someone to lean on, on a wall yet and watch it bend. Well, in, uh, well, none of them go near the walls because they... Oh, look, one, one stage they have, a, they have a fight scene and they slam the... The, the door and when the door shuts, shuts really like walls go like that. Oh yeah, that's why they don't do it. That's why we don't see it very often. Yeah. And when you see them walking down the corridors, they're always very, <laughs> they're always like grouped together in the middle. So just in case Not someone actually knocks the knocks the wall, <laughs> and they have to they have to cancel the rest of the shoot. It, it's I think it's left it wide open for one twenty that any, a multi multi multitude of things could happen. <clears throat> It's been it's been left it's been left wide open for another five hundred and sixty episodes. <laughs> I'd like to say the plot thickens, but does it? It continues. That's, that's what it does. I just love to be uh, in the same meeting room as the TV execs when they said, uh, "So you want another series? Yeah, not a problem." 
100 episodes this time. Yeah, but they didn't really stop. They might have like a week off over Christmas, mm. and they'd come back and then it would just carry on as normal. And Plus, you'd go, and they'd go, um, well, um, yeah, they, we'll call this one Series 3. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is there anything different? No. Oh, well, shit, someone's had their hair cut. Right, so... Four years in, we're going to say, "Oh yeah, B was a hairdresser. She's cutting everyone's hair in the prison." <laughs> in the Went in the Wentworth one, there is an hairdresser called Maxine, but it's a transsexual <laughs> who's six foot three and about eighteen stone. Don't like, we mod- call them being in this one? No, modern day thinking. You see, no, I don't want modern day thinking. I want out of date. To, to be honest. Because this is 1980 Australia, it's essentially 1973 everywhere else. Anyway. It really is, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. yeah. But, so, um, what, what, um, what happens now? Do, do you watch 120 or do you just go on the generator again? No, it's, it's going to be random. So it's, it's going to be oh, really phenomenal. Annoying. Yeah. Well, I, I give a full um, recap in uh, a minute of the previous episode. So that's, and then you sort of get like 10 seconds of clips at the start of it. So that's more than enough to catch up on. I mean, I don't think watching that is anything, it's anything that you wouldn't have picked up for watching the preceding 118 episodes. <laughs> I, I think it's fine. So to be fair, to, if, um, if you can say one thing about Prisoner is it didn't dwell on, you know, things like old stories and stories. Continuity. <laughs> Continuity. When does Ferg- characteristics? When does of- Ferguson come into it? I want to say about eighty-two, eighty-three time. Okay, so another like half Pretty season when, away. Yeah, so Vera leaves, and then they have to get someone who's like Uber Vera. <clears throat> right. So there's one more thing that I'm going to do, <clears throat> and this is just something that I found online. It's a, um, it's a. It's a prisoner cell block H quiz, and they're all multiple choice. And so, what I thought I'd do is ask everyone these same questions and just see uh, when I finish doing these, who's got the most of them right. So, I'm not even going to tell you whether the answers are right or not. I'm just going to make a note of them, and then we'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question one: Who was the original governor of Wentworth Detention Centre? Was it Anne Reynolds, Erica Davidson, Joan Ferguson, or Colleen Powell? It was Ericsson, wasn't it? There was there, there wasn't an Ericsson. You're thinking of the uh, uh, Swedish uh, football manager, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or the, all those all those flip phones. What are they? I would say Erica. Erica Davidson. Yeah, Ericsson. <laughs> Ericsson. Oh, I would have worked it out from now. Yeah. I think anyone. Um, Question two. What became of the character Judy Bryant when she was released from Wentworth for the for the final time? So it doesn't even say like fifth time, sixth time, because they obviously <laughs> just stopped counting. <laughs> she retrained as a social worker. She returned to taxi driving. She embarked on a songwriting career. She returned to America. She returned to America dead. <laughs> In a coffin. In a coffin. <laughs> Pixie Mason was a slightly dippy but very endearing young lady put into Wentworth for bigamy and fraud. Endearingly for bigamy. <laughs> of course. The most endearing bigamy. <laughs> what was her real first name? Was it Sarah, Sandra, Sharon or Sinead? Oh, it's going to be Sharon. Sure, it's going to be Sharon from the 80s. Um, what was the nickname everyone, including the staff, called the prisoner Jeanette Brooks? Was it Mama, Gran, Mum, or Aunt? Oh, I'm thinking of Brooks or, uh, or Brooksy. Um, I'm going to go for the last one. Aunt. Aunt, yeah. Because she was like an agony aunt, weren't she, if I remember? Um... Much beloved, I didn't phrase these questions, by the way. No, but they sound good. Much beloved top dog, B. Smith, lost her daughter to drugs. What was this daughter's name? Was it Doreen, Denise, Diane, or Debbie? Diane, I think it was. 
Which character was portrayed by Gerard Maguire? Was it Jock Stewart? Was it Greg Miller? Was it Jack Grace? Or was it Jim Fletcher? It's got to be Jock, hasn't it, that? Why? Because of the Irish name? Yeah, surely. <laughs> How many episodes of Prisoner Selbuck H were there in total? 501, 436, 352, or 692? I'm going to go for 692. Because I mentioned it earlier. You did, you did indeed. I didn't know that question was going to be in it. Yeah, it's well remembered, that, for me. Um, who was the favourite superhero of the prisoner Mel Jones? Was it Lieutenant Excellent, Colonel Courageous? Shit, you know. Captain Marvellous or Major Magnificent? C, Captain Courageous. <laughs> B was Colonel Courageous, C was Captain Marvellous. <laughs> did. <laughs> I mean, there's a bit of um, bet hedging going on there, isn't there? <laughs> but I'm going to go for I'm going to go for C, Captain Marvelous. Yes. Um, the final line spoken at the end of episode six nine two was, "I'm going to be the oldest biker in the world, Lurch, the oldest biker in the world." But who said it? Kath Maxwell, Michelle Brumby Tucker, Rita Connors, or Lorna Young? Ooh. I don't even think I've ever saw the last one. Rita. I'm going to go for Rita. And question 10. Who sang the theme song on the Lynn Hamilton. <clears throat> Didn't even need them. Yeah, Jane Clifton, Lynn Hamilton, Colleen Hewitt, or Genevieve Lemon. <laughs> Let's see what you get. You got three. one, two, three, four, five. You have got oh, okay. five. five out of ten. I'll take that. So you're in the lead at the moment. I mean, if it helps, I've got nine. So, oh, wow. Yeah, and I've, yeah, but I watch, I've watched this fucking plenty. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you watched it now? Some of the episodes still, I don't think I've seen them all because I wouldn't have watched all of them all the way through when I first started watching. Mm. And we started doing the rewatch from the start, so we're not even halfway yet on it. Wow. So How many hours is that, then? 692 hours? Yeah, minus ad breaks. Of course. So, you know, call call it 500 hours. (laughs) All right, so um, anything prisoner-related you want to say? Just uh, Patrick McGowan. (laughs) <laughs> proper prison <laughs> it's, it's, why did you when did you stop do you, do you remember when you stopped I is think it just I think it started going to the pub instead I think I, I watched quite a few I remember these I remember Ferguson coming into it I remember fighting with B but that was that was it really whether my mum stopped watching it at the time I'm not sure I can't remember it'd be interesting to see how far I got up to to be honest but I, I think pubs started for me, and I think that might be why I stopped watching it. Where I was initially watching it twice a week or whatever it was on uh, on Central and Granada. So yeah, the Central series would have definitely been further ahead. So I may have got up to oh, and I remember Mrs. Mangle being in it. Mrs. Oh God, yeah. So, so I'll have to find out when that was, but I reckon I bailed after. So maybe like eighty three or eighty four. But it would be when I actually bailed on it. So that would have been like nineteen, early nineties, maybe over here. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I stopped watching this and started watching Tory Duty with Terence Knox. It's a step down, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Tory Duty. It's not as good as Bristol Celtic. No, no, but it, it was good. I've got all them on box set as well. Tory Duty. I started with. I think it did start with uh, Paint It Black or something. I think it did. But... It's no on the inside, is it? Well, no, that's a bit better, <laughs> isn't it? But never mind. <laughs> oh, right. anyway, thanks for doing this, mate. I'm going no, to I'll work this time. together, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll send you a copy. But I don't plan to like put this out anywhere unless yeah, it turns out to right. be any good. 
Yeah, but I, I doubt that's the case. It's it, more it takes a while. to know about uh, like getting the levels right and yeah. inserting the the videos and all that kind of thing. So hopefully it would all work seamlessly first time, but I doubt it. It was just when, when incidental music come on the sinister ones, it, it can't, and the end music it it went right up, and it was hard to hear what you were saying. That's all. Yeah, the, but there should be a separate because I'm looking at the audio files now. And then I've created two. So one of those is going to be the, the prisoner. Yeah. One of them's going to be my audio, and one of them's your audio. So when the TV says loud, I should be able to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going. Things were different then. 